0: and K.O. brought to you by Anchor. We always appreciate you for finding us. Today we are talking NFL. Week 11 football. We talk wrestling moves. And we talk kids gyms. Kind of random, I know.
1: Taking Kalea to her first Gymboree class uh, at noon. Gonna do something, I guess. (laughs) What is she gonna do? I don't know. They said that they have something for 6-10 to month old kids. So, uh, it's something different. A Gymboree? Yeah, well, like, I guess they teach them how to tumble, flip, step on trampolines or something. I don't know. It's like a beginning gymnastics. Wow. You think she's ready for that? Um, I mean, six, six months, bro? I mean, she can't even walk yet. But I guess it's just <laughs> like a... I don't know what it is. It's a developmental class. It just helps learn their, their motor skills. They're, they're teaching some techniques on how to walk and stabilize, balance. Things like that. So they're just going to show us some techniques on how to help improve that. So when she starts walking and moving, she's a little more agile. The kid likes to roll like no other. Rolls off the couch, falls on the ground. Cries for two seconds till you pick her up, and she smiles.
0: I hear that, and I think that's like you getting hustled. That's like a waste of money. Like a tumbling, ca- a tumbling class, basically, for a six-month-old. It's oh, yeah. basically what no, it's it free. is. It's free. Okay. <laughs> Will they not stand corrected?
1: Yeah, I'm not getting hustled.
0: I mean, not saying that you we could get. We, hustled we could tumble and, and, and we could
1: tumble and tussle at the house like we did when I was young. Right. We, I didn't go to no gym I just had my brothers to pick me up and kick me. That's I'm what I'm saying. Me. Hey, stand here. I'm gonna do a drop kick on you like Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm gonna do the DDT on you.
0: All right, cool. That was gnarly. That, but that was my go-to move. The DDT. Yeah, man. DDT was ill. I was a Boston crab guy. Mm. That was the one where you pulled the legs back. Yeah, right?
1: you sit on yeah. the back, pull legs back. But yep. it, it was the the trick was getting my brothers to agree to it because I had to get them to agree to it because you know I was youngest and I was always the one in the moves, the camel clutch, the figure four leg lock. I love the camel clutch. <laughs>
0: I would go camel clutch for what, sure. What was
1: what was demolition's finishing move? What was the name of theirs? I don't remember the name. Ooh, that's good trivia, right? But there. I
0: remember demolition. They Axe Smash, right. right? Yeah. It was when. Um, one of them would set you up on the knee, yep. and then the and then the other guy would go onto the top rope and drop Her the elbow. elbow. Oh, what was the name man. of it, though? My brother would know that. Anybody that's a
1: listener, please tell us what the name of that move is for yeah. the demolitions finishing. There was so many good ones.
0: This is when we need a lifeline.
1: Yeah, the most classic would somebody would say would be uh, Hulk Hogan's leg or the Rock's elbow, right? But the one that's that, that kills it all, I believe, the Ghetto Blaster. <laughs> oh, my God. Bad gosh. news, bro. <laughs> The Ghetto Blaster. Man. I mean, if you can't think of a more hood finishing move than the kick of fool in the back of the head and call it a Ghetto Blaster.
0: <laughs> that's just so janky. They, they don't care about stereotypes at all over there oh, in the wrestling man, world. At all. Oh. But the Hulk Hogan move, going back to that one, that was like the most known, but that's probably like the weakest finishing move off. It was like an
1: arthritic, uh, arthritic leg. He couldn't even straighten that leg out Because he had arthritis yeah. in the knee <laughs> So it had a natural bend to it So it wasn't gonna hurt you at all
0: What about like the uh, I like the Stone Cold Stunner was dope Stone Cold Stunner was the, the Ish Yeah Um That was the business What Ultimate Warrior right When he press you
1: Oh yeah He got Hogan Shawn Michaels' was- Sweet Chin Music was good too It was just a rip off of the Ghetto Blaster But yeah. it was still good nonetheless Um I was We're really a huge wrestling. fan. I was a huge fan of the Million Dollar Dream. I liked him, too. I liked him because he was very kind and very generous, and after he knocked you out, he put a hundred dollar bill in your mouth. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? Send you home with a prize.
0: <laughs> Consolation prize. <laughs> you don't hear your ass with.
1: You, I just whipped you out, man. You know what? You a hundred dollars, man. Clean yourself up.
0: Uh, my dude, I used to really like uh, Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning. Oh, yeah. And uh, I liked I was a Brett the Hitman Hart guy, too. I like Bret Hart. Bret Hart was fresh.
1: I feel like Bret Hart was just a hustle man. Like he just had a lot of drive and passion, and he just won out of sheer willpower. But he didn't really have anything like dazzling that I, I can remember.
0: Him and the Hart Foundation? I mean, him and Jim? I remember
1: him and Davey Boy Smith when they was together.
0: Um, yeah, I remember the uh, the Hart Foundation first, and then um, what was his move? His was like the the figure four. No, but- Greg the
1: Hammer was figure four.
0: The what was Bret the Hitman Hearts? I thought it was a figure four. No, he had uh, something.
1: And this is good, man. I like this conversation. Like this is stuff I grew too. up on. Yep, I'm
0: calling
1: my brother. Yeah, I, I don't think wrestling is the way it used to be. I think there's a lot of new people that are, uh, it's a little different. But maybe it is, though, because maybe we're just older, so we see it differently. Maybe. I still appreciate it for their athletic ability. Those dudes, the 619 is classic, too.
0: Oh, shout out to Ray Mysterio, of course. Ray
1: Mysterio, San Diego's finest. Mm-hmm. I want to go to it I've been to a couple of lives It's a little different When it's live Because you don't have the, uh, the commentators in your ear But um I think wrestling would be better If they did broadcast live A play by play Or uh, like the commentary If they broadcasted it live So everybody could hear it So that way the wrestler Can react to that too Yeah You know what I mean Kind of mm-hmm. like they do For the and one tournaments Where like the guys Talking loud like that Oh he's about <gasps> to Cross them up Oh and then, you sizzle Because I think you could get I think you could get The, the guys hyped up And get the um, fans Anticipating something Like a reaction To what he just said mm-hmm. I think it adds Another dimension to it I um I, the last thing I went to was WrestleMania when it was at um our new stadium when I played for San Francisco. Mm. I got a chance to go to WrestleMania. Shut H- up. Hung out with Rikishi, hung out with uh, uh, Edge and uh, Christian. Yeah. Uh, Gangrel. I saw him back And I was like Oh it's the brood And they turned around Like how do you Even know that I'm old Old school fan You remember the brood They had that And they they got Christian To cross over To become a vampire Yeah yeah. I was crazy back in the day
0: That's amazing
1: Kicking it with Ric Flair
0: That guy Oh my god
1: What a What a champion Of Of wrestling Uh, But just like a, A good human also He was just fun Like talking with him we were engaging in conversation Talking about football Because we know I had met him uh, A couple years prior When, when I was playing uh, We played down in Tennessee Got a chance to, to meet him Because he's friends with uh, Justin Smith Okay And uh, we're sitting there talking And you know some fans came up And we like Hey can we get a picture of autograph I just kind of Butted in and interrupted He said hey I'm talking to my friend right now Alright I'll get you guys an Autograph in a minute But don't interrupt me ever again Alright I appreciate that Thank you And he was talking and then they, he was talking to me. He's like, you know, where we were talking. And then the fans came back up, and I was like, pressing again, like, hey, we get a picture. Can we just get one picture real quick? I said, no, damn it, now get out of here, get out of my face. I turned around. He's like, I apologize for the interruption. You know, I'm trying to give you my attention, and these people are being rude. I was like, no, you can take a picture real quick. He's like, no. If they didn't come with manners at first, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna appreciate bad manners. I was like, wow, okay, Rick Flair. He's like, he's like, I, I come from old school. He's like, I come from the old school. If I did that, my mom would pop my back and you know, tan my ass. Like, I don't, I don't interrupt people like that. I was like wow That's deeper than just being a prick I've seen uh, You know Celebrities just be a prick And ignore people Or talk trash to them yep. But he gave him a chance To be polite And didn't come Politeness at first He's like I preach that He's like everybody That follows me knows that I'm a man of respect I don't do that crap Don't interrupt me <laughs> Wow But he was in character When he said it though It was funny how he said it Like you know The Ric Flair Like you could you saw, I saw him yelling at him And like the face going in the finger <laughs> it was just I was waiting for him To give a <laughs> <laughs> Can you dig it Can you dig it? Can you dig it?
0: All right, after getting confirmation from my brother, the wizard, the wrestling uh, guru, he said, Demolition did not have a name to their finishing move. It was just as we explained it. You know, you put one guy over the knee and then the guy drops from the top turnbuckle and hits him with that elbow. And since we're talking wrestling moves, we cannot... It wouldn't even be a respectable conversation if we didn't bring up the Macho Man Randy Savage elbow or Jimmy Superfly Snooker coming off the top turnbuckle. I mean, icons in the game. And shout out to Diamond Dallas Page. But what were some of your favorite wrestling finishing moves? Hit us up. Let us know.
1: Cal and K.O. on Acre. Cal has notes.
0: I do. Cal's organized. I do have notes, man. Somebody's got to be organized. Just a little bit. K.O. likes to freelance. That's all good. But, you know, they're just very... They're they're not crazy notes. Just a couple little bullet points while we get into this uh, NFL thing. And... uh, we don't go over every game here, that's just not what we do, we're not we're not those type of sports guys, but I like to comment on what i paid attention to, the things that stood out to me. And first, we're going to start this off with, what the fuck Kansas City Chiefs? Like what the fuck? I mean, do you guys want to act like you're going to be first place in the AFC West? How the hell are you going to lose to a team that just gave the 49ers their first win of the season? What the fuck, Kansas City Chiefs? Can y'all get it together? Y'all looked a little confused out there. Alex Smith, I thought you were going to be my MVP. Now, all of a sudden, you know, you acted like Santa Claus, just giving gifts to the other team for no reason. But can we add to that, WTF? Um, Go for it.
1: The fact that they gave the Giants uh, a win and the Giants gave the Niners a win. Niners. Yeah, yeah. Come the on, man. Y'all celebrated that win like it was a Super Bowl. That's <laughs> pathetic. What? That's worse than winning the game. I what? mean, that's worse worse than being winless in a whole season. Celebrating your only win like it's the Super Bowl. Like, what are you shooting for here now?
0: What the fuck, Niners?
1: We're not shooting for the sky anymore. We're shooting for above water. A win. I'll win. I'm just happy to be here.
0: They're they're happy. They're not Cleveland. That's the standard in San Francisco now. Be happy or not. Winless like the Browns.
1: And you know what that is? That is I'm a perfect problem. demonstration of why you do not get rid of your veterans from a team because you lose focus on what's really important in the NFL, and that's to win every game and get to the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And when you lose your veteran leadership, you stray the course and you start to wander. And now it's like, okay, we're just trying to survive here. We're just trying to get a win. We're just trying to be a team in the NFL. Come on, man, that's whack. And that's what happens when you lose your leadership. When you fire a coach that's your most winning, winningest coach in the last decade. You know what I'm saying? You got all these veterans that are risking their life and limb just to play for this coach. And then when you get rid of the coach, now everybody else wants to leave. Now how? It don't make no sense to me. But that is the formula in the NFL. And they always use it as, we're rebuilding. You ain't rebuilding. You just made a mistake. And then you lost your leadership. And now you start losing games. You try to go under the
0: moniker of, we're rebuilding. Anybody Anybody got time for that? Ain't nobody got time for no rebuilding stuff.
1: I wish I had that sound clip. i put that lady in there real quick. Anybody got time for that?
0: I might have to find it and add it. All right man, what what the fuck Buffalo Bills? I'm just going to simply say that's what you get. You bench Tyrod Taylor after one bad game against the Saints who's actually looked to be pretty good. So uh but you you bench Tyrod Taylor for this new guy and he goes and throws 5 picks in the first half against the Chargers. 5 picks in the first half, bro. That's Tyrod Taylor had only thrown 3 picks the entire season. Buffalo, that's what you get.
1: Yeah, uh Tyrod Taylor's been looking pretty outstanding this whole year. And you know, bad game versus the Saints. Look at the Saints are seven and two on a five win five game win streak. I don't understand how you would blame that all on the quarterback. Come on man, where's the defense at? So for them to bench that guy and then the the, the new guy come in and throw five picks. What has this guy been doing all year? You just been watching the game, or you've been learning how to play the game? Because eventually you're gonna to have to go in, and you look like crap, buddy. You look like crap.
0: Well, why you guys got to give Tyrod Taylor such a such a short leash in the first place? That's one bad game, and it looked like they were doing pretty good, Buffalo, until until the game against the Saints. But to get the Saints, man, they
1: <laughs> the beat- am- the amount of leeway they gave Tyrod Taylor is how much time you get to look at a uh, picture on Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> right in and out of there in and out of there real quick and what's going on with Jerry Jones and, and uh, Roger Dell what the fuck NFL what are you doing Good deal, I'm pissed off the billionaire and now all of a sudden the billionaire's like get rid of him Get him out of here.
0: Yeah, but that's what's so crazy is just how fast Jerry Jones can change his mind and have a change of heart. He went from, this is my boy, and I've always backed Roger Goodell, to now, hey, I don't think he's that good. And he brought up Ray Rice like he had Ray Rice wrong. You backed him when that Ray Rice thing came out. Now, all of a sudden, you're throwing that back in his face because yeah. he pissed you off?
1: Because the Dallas finally had a great chance to be great this year, and Roger Goodell is affecting that. By Z. trying to over influence him himself more than what he's important for, I've been saying that since he's been in here. Guys been making too much leeway, too much headlines based off of the the commissioner. All right, you're not that important, bro. You don't really have a real job. Well, I agree.
0: I agree that he's overstepped his boundaries in the past, and he's made it too much about him. But my problem with this one is that it's Jerry Jones being inconsistent. You you were all for Rod, you were all for Roger Goodell. Doing all of that stuff in the past, but once it affects you personally, now all of a sudden you're flipping the script and you're going against the other owners. They're hitting him with like, he's talking about he's going to sue the league and you thought Robert Kraft came after you hard for Deflategate, Bob Kraft's pussy compared to what I'm going to do to you. And like, so now the league's hitting him with the, oh yeah, we're going to. They're, they're counter-suing, and they're saying that they're going to try to take the Cowboys from them. This is getting ugly quick if it really goes that route. Because it's detrimental to the league, and the other owners don't aren't backing Jerry. Everybody seems to be side with Roger on this one. So have, the, thing, the thing that it always did, it all, did, all started
1: with Cap. Cap took a knee and brought up all the dirt under the rug that's been swept under there for decades. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the NFL It's very political. It's very controversial. It's very... Unfair. Uh, there's a lot of bias. There's a lot of siding with people to benefit yourself. Uh, back scratching. Uh, I mean, it, it goes on and on. And I think what was monumental was the fact that the players showed solidarity amongst people trying to attack them for what Colin Kaepernick stood up for and began a movement of, let's start to expose some of this stuff. And then now this stuff's coming out with Jerry Jones affected uh, by Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, you know, affecting people's uh, bottom line and pocketbooks and players, I mean, owners don't like that. Shaheed um, Shaheed Shahid Khan talking about the other owners of races and they
0: don't know it. Bob McNair talking about the inmates running the yeah, prison.
1: Yeah, all stuff starting to come out now. Like y'all see what NFL for what it really is. And it ain't all peaches and cream. But it is for the people who are I just wanna watch football. I don't want to hear about all that stuff. I just wanna be entertained. Yeah, well you're the monkeys in the in the uh in the astronaut suit that get sent up to the moon. I just wanna see the moon. It doesn't matter how I get there. Okay, well then go be that test dummy. Yeah, good luck out. Yeah, go good ahead.
0: luck with that. Yeah. I've got some oceanfront property in Ohio I'll sell you. Go ahead and do that. Oh, Kalea. But, yeah, Jerry Jones looks bad in this one, in my opinion. Kalea's got an opinion on this one. But again, so a couple more things. Hey, what the fuck, L.A. Chargers? What did you guys do to earn the Thanksgiving game coming up against the Dallas Cowboys? Who did you swindle to get the Thanksgiving game against the Cowboys, Chargers. What the fuck? How did you pull that one off? I'm just curious. Hey, man, I, I don't know. <laughs> tell, tell us how you feel. It's, I'm just saying this. It's not like the Chargers were predicted to be good at the beginning of the season. Um, and normally the Thanksgiving game is the Cowboys against somebody good, a rival, the pack. Packers, yeah. the Redskins, something like that. Whoa. So at the beginning of the season, someone decided that the Chargers, who are moving into a new stadium in a new city, deserve the Thanksgiving spot.
1: I mean, I, I was on Detroit, and we played Houston on, on Thanksgiving back in 2012. So I didn't really think that that was a game that was people really wanted to see. So, But again, again, Detroit's always played on but Thanksgiving. Detroit's, so.
0: Detroit's a, a Thanksgiving tradition. So are the Cowboys, but that's what I'm saying. What made them go Cowboys and Philly? No, no. We'll do that a week before. Cowboys and Seahawks? No, no, no. Cowboys Patriots, no. Cowboys Chargers. Yeah, that's that's the money. That's maker. the one. That's the money. That's, maker. The, one. that's, the, money that's maker. the one right there. Get the fuck out of here.
1: They felt bad for the Chargers because they've been terrible all year and had a lot of yeah. bad circumstances. They forget they throw them a gift, a bone, something like that.
0: And I give the Chargers credit because their play has turned around. The the way they started to what to what they're playing right now. I mean, Ingram and Bosa, they they look legit. So it's not like they're bad right now. That's not. But they picked this at the beginning of the season, and and the Chargers weren't supposed to be where they're at right now. Yeah, and that's what I like. Chargers are the
1: exact opposite of the Kansas City Chiefs. My, that's turnaround in the AFC West. Yeah,
0: right. Oh, and then AFC West. Hey, what the fuck, Oakland? Y'all got beat down in Mexico City by the Patriots yesterday. I think they got shut out. I just know it Ouch. was a whole lot of a whole lot of New England to a lot of nothing from Oakland. Ouch. Yeah, some people picked you guys to be in the Super Bowl. Just so you know that I did. Probably just their fans. That doesn't count. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when, have you ever listened to a Raider fan? Never. <laughs> Hey, Raider fan should be weatherman. <laughs> it's the only time they'd ever be right because they have a lot of data that backs up what's going to really happen.
0: What the fuck, Santa Claus? I mean, Jay Cutler? No, oh, both. Yeah. I agree you, with both. You threw you threw a whole lot of picks. Um... Tampa Bay didn't even have Jameis Winston and you out there throwing four picks at home. I tis, tis, <laughs> tis the season. Tis the season, man.
1: Giving is is everything. Sharing is caring.
0: <laughs> he was sharing all of the lights with the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All of the lights. <laughs> and then I wonder, Eagles, are you for real? Saints, are you for real? That's Vikings, the NFC
1: Championship game, are you for Saints, real? Saints and Eagles.
0: Saints and Eagles.
1: Vikings, no, they're gonna get popped down. They, they
0: beat the Rams. Yeah. Both those, both of those teams are seven and two. It, Rams didn't look so good, but that's what. I'm, are you for real? I, I,
1: I think Philly definitely is for real. I think they got a great quarterback. He's solid. He's stable. He's consistent. I think their uh, defensive line is lights out, like it was back when I was playing. And I think it was right, what? Or was it two thousand six, two thousand mm-hmm. seven. Eagles were their line was really good. Yeah, they got that good speed up front. I think they put a lot of pressure on them people, especially in that that division that they're in. It's a, it's a bonus to have that. I, th- I say the, national, the NF- NFC
0: Championship game would be Saints and Eagles. All right. And the Saints got D right now. Yeah. Drew's still doing what he does, but the Saints are actually playing defense for once. Hey, you remember when the Chargers let Drew Brees go? Yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> that was dumb.
1: Shout out to Phillip Rivers. You know, I appreciate Rivers and all he's done. He's had a good mentor in Drew Brees, but uh, yeah. Nah, he's I'm
0: there. on Team Brees all day with that one. Yeah, Brees, yeah. Breeze is yo, awesome. Yeah that that split up some that split up some Charger fans like it split up the Laker fans like with the Shaq and Kobe when Shaq and Kobe and it was like one of them's gonna yeah. end up going. Um, that's what that did for the Charger fans because I was like, nah, man, don't we don't I don't, I don't I, and I want Breeze. Don't get rid of Breeze.
1: I mean, it, that, it's happened consistently since the Chargers have been in existence. I mean, how many people have been, you know, say uh, Breeze then LT Merriman? I mean, I'm not saying that I was huge or something like that. But when I left, I heard a lot of people say oh, I'm just I'm pissed that you left.
0: Yeah. yeah this oh fan. wow. Ooh.
1: Terry Glenn was real. Yeah, he was. Rest in peace, Terry Glenn, man.
0: Some okay. sad stuff. Ohio State. It's a bad boy. Car crashes, man. Car Great crash, Car crash in Big Dallas. Alert. Forty-three man. years old. God, that's so young.
1: Man, yeah, that was a long pause. Just giving uh, remembrance yeah. to some awesome uh, athletes. <laughs> mm. Life is precious. Absolutely. Don't hold grudges. No. Forgive, forgive people. Give out hugs. Shake hands. Kiss babies. Make babies. Definitely make babies. It's fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, when well, here,
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> not when they get here. Not they get here. No, no. <laughs> well, I'm them. just
0: saying if you can practice the... The exercise of the baby making exercise without actually making the baby. That's that's ideal. I'm all in it for the cardio. You know, I just happen yeah. to have two products of that exercise. <laughs> Calicao on anchor, we're right back. You know what I'm saying?
1: AP is stuck in a position where people doubt him, so they're going to get him, oh, we'll just try this out real quick. Maybe it'll work or not. Then the people blocking for him like, oh, I don't know if he's going to get it or not. Everybody, that, that doubt that starts with you start, starts to trickle over to everybody else. Then it becomes the whole world doubting. Then all the energy is negative around you. You're still the same beast that you were when you were in Minnesota, but now you doubt yourself, and everybody else starts to doubt, and they see that doubt, and it, it messes up everything that you can accomplish. It goes for what I was talking with them people with the NCAA, and you know, all people getting fired for treating their or verbally abusing their players or, Or pushing the limits of of coaching. You're gonna be in way worse situations in the game. There's gonna be way way more pressure put on you and the feelings that involve with that losing a game or missing a shot or or letting your team down, that pressure is worse than a coach yelling at you in practice. Get over it. You got yelled at. Everybody gets yelled at. Did he whip your ass? No. Then shut up. What are you complaining about? You got yelled at. Verbally abused. Come on man. Are you kidding me? Do you wanna play the sport or not? If you don't wanna be verbally abused, don't play the sport. Especially football. If a coach comes up And pops you in the head For not paying attention Or messing up That's, par- that's part of the game Whatever get over it Because you're gonna get hit A lot harder in the game If you screw up If he's just trying To make you better That's the p- bottom line Of what he's doing He's not doing it To abuse you He's doing it To make you better
0: I agree. I see that Definitely As it pertains of, Definitely when it Comes to football One of the coaches They were just showing With the, the NCAA Was a basketball coach And he's sitting there Throwing basketballs At the kids Like Yeah
1: so You ever played Dodgeball before Yeah <laughs> Come on, man. Catch the ball. If, if the coach is trying to throw a ball at you to prove a point of be ass or whatever, and you catch the ball and you stare at him in his face, who's the asshole now? The, court, the coach. So, you know what I'm saying? Learn how to adapt.
0: If you can dodge a wrench, you can <laughs> dodge a ball.
1: <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's like that shows that like they're saying that the, 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 the comment is the players are not as resilient as they used to be, which is true. Back in the day, you take a lot of heat from players, coaches, friends, family, coaches, everybody. Like, that's the way it is. It makes you a tougher person. You get roughed up from the start, you're always going to be rough. You get babied your whole life. Yeah, somebody yells at you. The first time adversity comes and creeps in your door, you're going to fold. Yeah. I don't want somebody folding when it comes down to crunch time. My life's on the line. Screw that. Get off the team. Quit.
0: Kick rocks with open-toed shoes. Quick. <laughs> Kick rocks with open-toed shoes.